My name is Point Blank Ivumbi and you're listening to PBE Daily Early Mornings and Late Night Podcast. I'm glad I get to make an episode today. I took a bit of a break because there was work that required to be taken care of. A lot had to be done over the last weekend. As you can remember, I actually published uh, a couple of episodes out here and I was talking about how I had two back-to-back hip-hop events happening and I had to take care of them. And the interesting thing about the first weekend of every month of 2020 thus far, I've noticed that it's almost as if unconsciously it has decided to be the weekend in which i take care of my biggest love of hip-hop music and because it makes sure i take care of that i end up happier thereafter because hip-hop music has really served a great purpose in my existence i mean I've mentioned before that in my existence, when it came time for me to consider making a company, I used to use hip-hop references to make sure I think about things in a different way. And for those of you who are curious as to why we take this 50-year-old gentleman called Jay-Z so seriously, is because he gave us the actual statements that became like life mantras for guys who wanted to own their own businesses. And I, for one, take great privilege in the fact that I get to see a lot of things come into fruition, especially in my lifetime. I mean thank heavens for the internet and all I get to do I've made such amazing leaps and bounds as far as successes go in not only my social existence as far as entertainment goes but I've also made great strides in my artwork and just now I just finished making a couple of paintings on page work that I was supposed to have completed months ago but I think it's impossible for me to create when I'm not in the right space of mind and I've served a great purpose in that I've managed to do that what needed to be done. And I'm a happy camper. It was very good to me that I got to achieve these great drawings that I've been making and even to achieve these great responses I've been getting. The last couple of episodes of PBE Daily, I've gotten such positive reactions from guys who post it and share it with their friends. And I, for one, would like to say thank you for believing in that which is the journey that I'm on. And also understanding whenever I take a pause before I return. And even though I do document why I don't make an episode, you still take the time to come back to it and listen to it. So I'm very, very grateful for that. In today's episode, I wanted to talk about something that I was up and down about because I came back to my curiosity of the writers who inspire me. And I think I've mentioned once or twice of a show called The Outsider, a creation by Stephen King. And this show let's just say they're chasing something they don't know how to define in accordance to how rational people think of the world and as it gets closer to its final episode i I don't even mind the fact that i get to watch episodes every week to see what they're what they're going for and there's this one element i've come to realize about stephen king writings there are certain fears that i think he had growing up and those fears turned into great curiosities and those great curiosities turned into what he wrote about now for the squeamish i want you to not worry I'm not going to go into like horrific thinking unless I finally decide to make a horror short story podcast series. And (laughs) I think in time I'll be using my voice to use that effect when the time is right. But for now, I'm just going to vaguely touch on this element which I've come to love about Stephen King's writing. There's certain things which he always thematically goes back to. And I, for one, like it when... I come across one of his short stories and he talks about this interesting character known as the Boogeyman. And granted, it's kind of awkward that I'm recording this at night, but in accordance to how many folklore type uh, stories come to my point of view and 
to my references i think old school storytelling gave great weight and significance to things that would actually lead children to behaving themselves and i remember watching the movie klaus on netflix and it was an animation movie trying to give a different take on how the character santa claus came to be in existence and when i think about that and i think about how there has always been this mention about the naughty list and everything that is in that can particular kind of fictional thought and also add that to the idea of the tooth fairy and now here i am touching about the ideal of the boogeyman and when i think about such a character i ask myself what was the african equivalent of that because i remember hearing certain mythical and legendary type stories in and when i say legend i mean in quotes because i've always heard of this phrase where they say a man was walking on the, on the on the sandy beaches of Mombasa and then as he was walking on the sandy beaches this lady who he thought was a lady the entire time happened to not be a lady she was a jinn the entire time because he didn't take the time to look at her feet to see what her feet were like and i remember watching the news and sometimes they talk about how they found this cat who who buried his head in the in the soil so that you couldn't see his face because the face was the face of a human being and these kind of folklore type stories have always been one thing i've been looking at and saying well how come we don't really try and abuse telling these kind of stories be it fictitiously or even factually because i've always toyed with the idea of making a horror comic and i think in manga horror comic books do exist and the jumping at you of the art as you flip through pages and i remember even in dc comics not you know in comics in general there was a series of horrific comic books like there's just creepy things that anyone would be curious about to read because some of us are fans of things that are gory and i remember when i sat down to think about why i occasionally watch horror movies and it's because i think to a certain extent it helps me see what are my limitations as far as my idea of fear and my idea of um human conditioning and also i think another reason is i want to shock myself into reality or sometimes that fear would lead me to overthinking and even continuing the stories in my head and getting into realms i don't even consider i i for one i've been toying with that idea which i've put on a notepad once and it was also of a, of a horrific character and i wanted to pay base it somewhere in nairobi specifically the south side of nairobi and when i say south side i mean madaraka um to langata to south b south c in that area i wanted to make like a horror story that sits in that particular space but i haven't found the perfect way to tell the story so as i continue to to go through uh learning from one of the masters who is currently my utter favorite i don't know any other like great horror writers but i think i'll start researching on that once i'm done with stephen king and the idea of something that you should fear so that you don't do evil things or the idea of that which you should fear so that you do not behave out of tone in society those kind of things have always really rang true to me because i think they serve the purpose of trying to make sure everybody behaves themselves it's the same connotation that and this is a reach i think it's the same connotation that is given to the idea of having um say the commandments for religion and why those commandments for religion turned into this uh line that you should never cross and then i think about that and then i start going back into this bag that i've always been playing around with which is for some reason everything we attribute to be evil the more the world acts the way it acts the more it looks as if the evil person makes sense because they can see the world for what it truly is and 
it doesn't help that in the recent months and recent weeks i've been going through material of people who say this guy is evil you should not do what this guy did i tend to turn to those people and start listening to how they talk and watching their stories and hearing their biographies because i feel by knowing what these people are even if it's reading documentation about them or 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 knowing what these fictional things are and reading documentation about how they are allegedly supposed to be it betters me in seeing the signs of those kind of people in everyday existence for example that an idea i'm toying with of that I'd like to actually address in the in one of my future episodes of this podcast but as I wrap my head around it I keep thinking that maybe some of these things have to be brought to life and they have to be brought to the light if if at all because I feel there's a great degree of that which is the history of this continent that is lost because a we don't really speak to our grandparents as much and I wouldn't want to place blame on our grandparents it's just that sometimes when you go back there to the to the motherland you are handicapped especially for me for a kid who grew up in the city i kind of have a handicap in that i can't really speak my mother tongue i can barely speak it and because i can barely speak it i find it damn near impossible to communicate with my grandparents the ones who are living and even in that when i try to speak to my cousins and communicate with my older cousins i try to get any mythical or mythos story that would come from back in the day and there's even mythical stories about the islands and the, and the the lake and whatever and i always wanted to think about how like for example the story of nyamgondo and how she was this creature from the from the lake who walked up to this poor man who was living by the lake side trying to be a fisherman and she feeds him and they fall in love and she decides to stay with him and bring him wealth straight from the lake but then because he got wealthy he's becoming too flashy and becoming disrespectful to her who gave her everything and because he completely forgot that she gave him everything she walks back into the into the lake and takes all her wealth with her because he was in a relationship allegedly with the goddess of the lake and he disrespected her so she took her wealth with her and turned him into a tree which apparently still stands in that area where the story comes from and i remember my mom telling me this that apparently in that area you can still see the foot the footprints that were left behind by the herd that was going into the lake and you can still see the tree that nyamgondo turned into and again the one that is constantly used and i know these ones are not horrific but there are stories that exist the the Rwanda Magere story for example i know as an artist i've done a rendition of this character for an author by the name of Mutende writes and when i look at these stories i i always gravitate towards okay what about the horrific ones why they say black cats are evil why they say uh don't walk in certain areas of the world i mean my own brother said this one time because my eldest brother had the weirdest experiences ever because this guy the boarding school he went to stood between a police station and a cemetery he alleged one time that one of the students in the school saw a night runner run past inside the school compound he also alleged that at some point in the dining hall some of the students just saw one of the big sufurias with you know the top layer fly on the way to the wall bang itself to the wall and pour the food all over the floor and they heard laughing sounds and these are the small small things when you come across them you're like okay 
he could be making all this up so that he could scare me or he could make me feel a certain way or in a certain degree creeped out and i for one even when i was thinking about those things after we hang out together with my brother and i was thinking about those things while i'm watching horror movies and stuff like that i remember there's something else i started debating if i could re-listen to another stephen king book which is salem's lot and in salem's lot the idea spoiler uh, this is a spoiler i'm gonna put out there just bear with me it's a spoiler but uh, if you come across the book just read the book a town becomes a ghost town because a vampire runs a rampage in the town and i start asking myself with the different communities we have in the country why not have a play on play of certain communities with how that would lead into the ideal of the vampire and blah 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 like i'm gonna toss a few random ideas now because again i think i've said it before and if i haven't said it let me say it now there's nothing wrong with sharing a random idea if a person hears it and then he ties or she ties and turns it into something it should be gold in the future like let's make up a random theory now say the one community we know that takes blood from the cow and mixes it with a certain herbal i think drink in order for them to be able to sustain themselves when they walk long distances and still have a high as they do it if that community was doing that as a way to counter the potential attacks of vampires as they do the moving of their herd from place to place think about it it's random it's reaching but it's there the idea of why what used to be zanzibar when it turned into the british east india company or the british east africa protectorate and islam was the biggest strong point of the area and here's a reach the col- the colonizer who came through the church which was the catholic church the colonizer comes to the coastline and on this coastline he notices that this which is being called the jinn are people who have now suddenly taken one of the nuns and made them vampires and only the islamic faith have the perfect way to fight this particular evil because they know the jinn and they know the particular jinn that needs to be stopped i'm literally coming up with these random ideas just now just reaching because i feel in order for me to be able to be industrious in the ideas of writing and all these things it wouldn't hurt to share such random musings and hopefully get somebody else to spark their ideas instead of saying it out loud like i am right now they could put it down on documentation and release it and if it's a matter of it being taken as yo this guy bit my idea then let's let's be a little legal right now this is the first time you're hearing of it and it's on a podcast by a guy called point blank it won't be so technically it's mine right i'll let a lawyer tell me otherwise let's throw another one out there um the idea of Rwanda for example the man who was turned into a rock because the shadow was attacked because of a certain community trying to stop him from being such a strong and aggressive warrior and his weakness being discovered to their advantage they say the story of Rwanda spreads all the way to Uganda as well they have their own take of who Rwanda Magere was and apparently his most powerful bull almost valued bull was taken and he wanted for to get the bull back what if hypothetically 
the rock itself is moved from museum to museum but anyone who walks over the shadow a degree of their life is taken from them like even if it's a security guard a bit of their life is sucked out of them and they start aging faster than they should a person who's been working in the museum for say 10 20 years looks way older because more and more of their life is being sucked into the rock and then this rock instead of increasing in its size a bit of it is slowly falling off into dust and the dust is collecting under the base of where the rock sits and at some point when somebody overzealously tries to say rob the museum they are completely sucked dry and that which is Rwanda comes out of the rock and becomes a vengeful force that traverses the land because it sucked life out of an evil person. So instead of being a force of good, it's now a force of evil. But it's not the man, it's a shadow of the man. Think the mummy returns only Luanda Magere. Now these are just me playing around with random ideas but trying to make them horrific. Long story short, I feel the character of the boogeyman is uh, is basically a good rod to, to follow in regards to a true north, to finding other ways to find stories to tell and themes that constantly be, be they paper thin or, or even well informed, it wouldn't hurt to take those small, small themes and tie them together and potentially make something that the whole world would be curious enough to actually want to purchase the story and, and read the story or turn them into entertainment. I'm loving that there are many filmmakers right now who are taking the time to potentially tell different kinds of stories here, birthing actual content, and they're doing it for themselves. And I believe because they're doing it from a place of passion, they would truly be successful thereafter. I loved the show Queen Sonu from from Netflix because I think whoever wrote the story was keen to tell a story that could cover the entire continent and have the story actually play out in many countries of the continent, if not more. And it also tied on something that I feel is what we need to really consider in regards to how the world is moving currently. And I'll leave everything else to your active and amazing imaginations because I don't think you'd be listening to this podcast if you didn't have a random imagination that sometimes drives you to wanting to know how another person thinks when they're sitting flat in the same uh, city, country, or region that you are. But then again, this global village of ours called the internet seems to serve us all perfectly. Jumped all over the place with this one, but I gotta say, Stephen King, props to you. You have sparked a random man's mind to go into places it never even thought it could actually venture into. But I'm grateful for it. And what hasn't been said in a long time, let's say it together now. Be Caesar or be nothing at all. Thank you to everyone who came out for the Boom Bap Click Dre Day on the 7th of March. And thank you for everyone who came to Boombox on the 6th of March and showing support. I know the weather was terrible that night, but I'm glad that the weather kept you inside Alchemist Bar so you could party with me all the way through the night. I had no voice by the time Sunday afternoon hit, but I'm glad my voice is finally coming back to the base it requires to be in to be able to make this podcast because I don't like 
sounding like I'm shouting here because I'd like you to know that this is happening more conversationally for me than it is a matter of me trying to play a character. We're having a conversation together and I'm glad you take the time to talk to me. Until next time, uno. <laughs>